Hi, this is Paul Pachter, CEO of Long Island Cares and the Harry Chapin Food Bank, and welcome to another episode of Feed the Need, our weekly podcast where we talk to the staff at Long Island Cares and also special guests that we invite in to talk about other issues of importance uh, to us at the Regional Food Bank. And today, it is really my great pleasure to welcome uh, Lisa Owens, the program manager here at Long Island Cares. We're going to be talking about some of the programs that uh, she oversees, the importance of work and career opportunities for people struggling with food insecurity, because that is really one of the most important ways that we can get out of uh, issues like, uh, you know, having food insecurity by getting a job. So, Lisa... It's so great to see you. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. We are <laughs> thrilled that you are with us uh, today. And let's begin, because I want to really talk about the programs that you oversee for Long Island Cares, starting with uh, New Paths to Achievement. Okay, so uh, as a program manager for Long Island Cares, I've been here for nine plus years, and um it's just been an amazing journey. Uh, my favorite program is uh, by far uh, our New Paths to Achievement, Career and Personal Development Program. And um, it gets it gives me a chance to really talk to people about their career goals and, of course, specifically why they're um, even visiting our pantries or, mm -hmm. you know, how long they've been unemployed and really how that's affecting them. Um, and then we have those who are in career transition. They they find out about us and it's like, oh, OK, I can, I can meet with someone and talk mm -hmm. about career goals. Um, so doing this work is, is amazing because again, for those reasons, but also it's that, that call, that email that says, I got the job, uh, I'm making a little more money. Sure. Um, this is my dream. Like it's, it's, I love it. It's, it's a, a, a great program that, uh, Long Island Cares, um, started way before I came along. Mm -hmm. It was hand, uh, Sandy Chapin's vision. Mm -hmm. Um, Chris Brown, uh, one of our other program managers, right. uh, facilitated as well. And then I picked up the reins, so. Yeah, New Paths was here uh, even when I got to Long Island Cares oh, in wow. 2008. So it was one of those uh, early programs that the organization started. Mm -hmm. You know, we talk about unemployment mm -hmm. and underemployment as being uh, one of the root causes of hunger. Mm -hmm. And in order for people to move out of the cycle of poverty or food insecurity, uh, it's important to have a job. Yeah. How... How difficult it, is it for you to identify potential employment opportunities for the people we serve? Uh, I think what's happening is our partnerships are crucial. Um, Long Island Cares, um, our network, and just staying in contact uh, with those individuals. Our Department of Labor is amazing. We've uh, forged this relationship with them, um, both Nassau and Suffolk County. They both operate differently. Mm -hmm. um, of course, social media and technology has made it easier to identify opportunities. And what I try to do is pass that on to our, um, you know, job seekers and people mm -hmm. who are unemployed or underemployed, because sometimes they're really not aware of the amount of resources um, available out there and really encouraging them to use all avenues. Some people forget about LinkedIn. That's, mm -hmm. Yeah, employers post there. Um, moving away, not moving away, but, you know, the traditional Indeed. Yes, you can do Indeed, but equally important, you have to network. You have mm -hmm. to go, you know, old school, pound the pavement. They may tell you, oh, you got to fill out that application online, but you've still met someone. You have a face now. Mm -hmm. um, so 
I think our partnerships are amazing um, in helping me identify those opportunities that I share. So referring people to online resources like uh, Career Builder or Indeed or mm -hmm. LinkedIn, as you say, uh, that's one of the ways that we educate our, the, the population that we serve about looking for a job. But when people come to you, mm -hmm. uh, I know for a fact that they turn to New Pass to Achievement mm -hmm. because of the success you've had and because of, you know, how knowledgeable you are about the job market and the fact that you have these excellent contacts, as you discussed with the uh, labor departments in both counties. When people come to you, are they ready for employment or they need some hand-holding in terms of developing a resume, putting mm -hmm. together a cover letter, going, uh, I would imagine that going through a role play for a job interview mm -hmm. would be important because for some of the people we serve, it's been a very long time since mm -hmm. they had gainful employment. Mm -hmm. And now with unemployment, you know, at about three and a half percent, there should be a variety of opportunities for people, uh, regardless of whether, you know, at one point in time, they use the food pantry to feed their families. Right. So give us an idea of when people come to you, are they ready for the job <laughs> or do they need some more TLC from Lisa Owens to make them then, you know, job ready? They need uh, hand-holding, the TLC, they need the encouragement. Um, you know, on the Saturday side, I've had tears. Really? Yeah, yeah. When you have people who, like you just mentioned, who've been employed, uh, have been employed for years. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have people coming out of, you know, losing a job after 17 years. Wow. And they don't know where to start. Sure. Um, so that hand-holding is good. The compassion is what they mm -hmm. need, the understanding. Um, and then just letting them know that I'm here. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, just call me with anything. Um, so it's it's those beginnings. Some don't know where to start. Some are a little seasoned. They're, they're transitioning because they just want to do something different. Right. But the majority of it is people not knowing where to start. And they need that hand-holding. I know you, you're involved in a lot of uh, public speaking, community presentations. I know you do uh, small groups at some of the other nonprofit mm -hmm. organizations. You have a regularly scheduled presentation at certain libraries mm -hmm. here. Talk about that a little bit. What kind of programs are you providing to groups? So it's so diverse. Mm -hmm. uh, so we have our network where um, some of our partners uh, operate our um, emergency shelters. Mm -hmm. And so while those people are in transition, I get the opportunity to, to go to those sites and meet with those individuals um, and let them know it's great you're waiting for housing, but let's build your skills while mm -hmm. you do that because you're going to have to manage yourself when you leave this right. temporary space. Um, so those those workshops are more personal, um, especially if it's domestic violence shelters. It's, again, our housing mm -hmm. crisis. So sometimes those individuals aren't ready, but they're ready to move forward. Um, and then, um, so those become the workshops or that are hands-on. So mm -hmm. it's, it's the personal development, mostly. Uh, let's say goal setting, time management. Uh, budgeting. Let's do mm -hmm. that budgeting for when you get into that house. Right. <laughs> right? And then um, the libraries is mostly their patrons are uh, seeking, again, the career uh, readiness, that transition. So doing both workshops, um, I see resumes, interview skills, uh, social media. Some mm -hmm. people aren't really, they don't want to use it, but it's like, you got to, you got to try it. You have to. 
Um, and then what I'm finding this year, um, and of course, you know, reporting uh, to the organization, one on one is becoming more and more increasingly important to people because everyone's transition is different. Right. And so I coming in to do resumes is great, but I had a gentleman who wanted to start a business. Mm-hmm. And had no idea about the small Stony Brook Small Business Development Center. Mm-hmm. And so those resources. So brainstorming in that one-on-one is, is I'm finding, is definitely more um, helpful to some people. And so they can connect. And it's really sitting with people, sharing resources, mm-hmm. uh, letting them know how the system out there works so yep. that they can make a good choice. Uh, and then hopefully at, at the end of... Uh, your engagement with them, they finally land uh, a competitive job, hopefully that offers a living wage. When people come to you, do they come to you with an idea of what they want to do in terms of work? Or do they basically tell you what they have experience doing? And then you tease out their skills uh, from providing the one-on-one TLC. It's a little bit, yeah, it's both. So um, a good example on, uh, I think it was last Thursday, I had a woman who was a hairdresser for 15 years. Mm -hmm. She had no skills. She has no computer skills. So Mm -hmm. working to transition, she wanted to know, how do I, what am I going to do? Um, so she, she, thankfully she has a job. She was able to secure employment, um, and hopefully, you know, take that time to build those skills. But it's also, you know, just people not... Um, you know, in the space they're in, Mm -hmm. continuing to build those skills. So when we're having the conversation, it is, okay, well, you have this job, you have these transferable skills. This Mm -hmm. is going to work over here. But while you're in transition, I need you to build those computer skills. Listen, nobody likes public speaking. I'm going to be honest, I hated it. (laughs) (laughs) But you've excelled at it. I have excelled because I'm I'm a big proponent, a big advocate of purpose. Mm-hmm. Right. We're all here for a reason. And so when you have those skills in you, you're called to do something mm-hmm. and it's going to keep calling you until you get you have to get to that space. So for me, it was I'm going to do everything to avoid public speaking. <laughs> Guess what I had to do? <laughs> you had to do public <laughs> I had to speaking. Do it. Just watching you work all these years, you just said the perfect thing. If someone said to me in one word, describe Lisa Owens, I would now say purpose. Lisa has a purpose, not only to get people a job where they can get out of the cycle of poverty, get off of public benefits, but a purpose of having people chart their own path forward. Mm -hmm. You know, you give them the tools, you give them the skills, and basically, look, they can take your advice or they don't take your advice. If they want to succeed, clearly they should be taking your advice. I hope so. <laughs> what do you find in in working with people who have been out of the job market for a while? Uh, maybe their uh, idea of what employment is may be somewhat unrealistic. Do you find that there are uh, several challenges to finding someone mm-hmm. the right job, putting them in the right placement? Um, sometime it, most people, for the most part, they do know where they want to go. They know Mm -hmm. what they're looking to do. Um, I think those conversations when we're sitting one-on-one, it's really pulling out, okay, what did your, your, what did your journey look like? Mm -hmm. Right. What did it look like before? What does it look like now? What are you thinking? And it's really me pulling that information out and Mm -hmm. then assessing for them. Cause sometimes the brainstorming, they're not thinking about things that 
you know, they could potentially do. So it's moving beyond maybe you're an engineer today um, or you started here, but your path is, you know, you take these skills and you move it over here. So Mm -hmm. I had a gentleman who lost his job due to COVID. He was working in a music store. And so, you know, brainstorming, okay, well, what is what is tutoring look like to you? What is maybe, you know, working in um, an industry where you can still engage music into mm-hmm. what you do, um, but not do retail? Right. So it's really it's really brainstorming. That's a lot of it, because, again, some of those ideas don't come right away and referring them to those resources. So it could it's be like a- finding the alternatives. You know, someone can come to you and say, as you just said. I want to work in the music industry. I want to be a musician. And you turn around and say, well, you know, there may not be that much of a call for musicians, but have you ever thought about working in a music shop, mm-hmm. you know, working in a record store? Maybe there's some work you can do in a recording studio. Mm-hmm. It, it's still being in the music. You know, you mentioned earlier about working in the shelters. How how challenging is that, you know? You're you're in the homeless shelter. You're meeting mm-hmm. with individuals and families. These people have enough on their plate mm-hmm. just by the mere fact that they're in a shelter. Uh, what is? How long would the process take? Let's say you visit the shelter, you identify an individual or a family, and you know in your heart of hearts, I can help this person. Mm-hmm. I really can. Uh, how long would the process take? It doesn't take long. It's the willingness, um, because like you just said, that they're not. Um, you know, their heart is in what they want for themselves mm-hmm. and for their families. Um, they're stuck in a cycle. And if they've been there for years, then it becomes a mindset. And that's the job isn't my priority because mm-hmm. I need housing. I got to You know, I got to get this done. Right. Um, so I can engage those individuals and sometimes it's temporary. It mm-hmm. depends on how, um, you know, the program is set up with the coordinators. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I have the attention of one, sometimes it's that sometimes it's just the one time. Here's the information you need. And like you just said, too, it's up to them to reach back out and say, OK, I'm, I'm ready. Um, but I'm, I'm in all honesty, it's it's tough. It's tough. And it's, I've walked away many a day and not mm-hmm. even in tears because mm-hmm. my heart aches for what they're going through. And, you know, to be honest with you, I found myself uh, getting emotional at times mm-hmm. reading your monthly reports, especially oh, wow. the success stories. Mm-hmm. And I've often included those success stories in the monthly report that I write to the board of directors so that that they're, you know, aware of what's going on uh, in the programs. Many people don't uh, equate Long Island Cares with career opportunities or workforce development, but we've been doing it for decades now Mm -hmm. uh, because we know that in order to get people out of the cycle of poverty, which was the purpose of this organization, mm-hmm. according to our founder, Harry Chapin, getting people out of the cycle of poverty right. so that they can become more self-sufficient. That's not going to happen unless you have an affordable roof over your head, uh, clothes to put on your back, and a living wage job. Mm-hmm. And that's where, you know, of course, people uh, come to Long Island Cares and, and can find out more about that. Right. Lisa, that is absolutely nothing to do with you. (laughs) Uh, It just means that we are about running out of time. So before we have to close down the shop, how would people, if if people are interested in learning more about the New Paths to Achievement program, how would they reach you? They can reach me by email at newpaths 
at licares.org. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can call our main number, 631-582-3663. Uh, and my extension is... 301. Yes, as Felisa. 301. <laughs> um, and then find me out in the community. Like really, mm-hmm. um, again, the department, like those partnerships are everything. So right. you'll find me. <laughs> they could also log on to our website at yes. licares.org and see great. more information about new Absolutely, pets. absolutely. Lisa, it's been a pleasure having you on. I think we're going to make this uh, a periodic uh, date of you and I talking more about new pets and what's going that. on. I also, at some point in the future, want to get you uh, on to talk about disaster relief now that we've got hurricane season going on. Yes. Uh, So there's so much to talk about, uh, but I really do thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to to talk to the CEO and have (laughs) your ear. I love it. I love it. Thank you. (laughs) And if you enjoy hearing what uh, we're providing out there for you here on our podcast, please consider uh, subscribing to it wherever you listen to your podcast, be that Apple, Anchor, Spotify. uh, We're all out there in cyber world, and we'd love to hear back from you. So please uh, take the information we're providing you and run with it, because together we really can solve hunger. This is Paul Pactor, CEO of Long Island Cares. We'll see you the next time. 